Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one healing page of Talmud a day. And in today's page, Eruvin 29, here's what we read. And Abiah said, Mother told me about another remedy. One who suffers from weakness of the heart should go and bring the meat of the right thigh of a ram and also bring the dung of grazing cattle from the month of Nisan. And if there is no cattle dung, he should bring willow twigs and then roast the meat on a fire made with the dung or the twigs and eat it and drink afterward some diluted wine. This will improve his condition. Now, look, I get it. We sophisticated, intelligent, educated moderns listen to such stuff about rams grazing during the month of Nisan, and it's very easy to dismiss as, well, a bunch of gobbledygook. But some of us, and I'm proud to include myself among this group, have a very strong affinity towards, shall we say, more traditional remedies, especially ones that have been passed down the generations by women. And I'm joined today by a friend who I know shares this passion. Hello, tablet editor-in-chief Alana Newhouse. Hi, thanks for having me again. So like me, you're a fan of, of what we used to call, you know, wives' remedies or sort of like the more traditional folk remedies passed down from generation to generation. Yes, I think that there is something profoundly arrogant in the idea, the very modern idea a post-industrial, very scientifically confident idea that wisdom that was passed on by families, tribes, small societies is silly. And if science couldn't prove it immediately, then it must be garbage. But for me, I feel like many of those things that we now consider old wives' tales or superstition even actually were the product of, in some cases, thousands of years of what we also might call clinical observation. Right. And it strikes me as insane that we consider ourselves modern and rational, and one of the features of the way that we engage with the world, with medicine, with our lives, is by throwing out whole canons of what might be very useful and deeply salutary information. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but there it also strikes me that there is a particularly anti-women thread in our inclination to dismiss so much of this wisdom, right? I mean, deeply. a lot of it strikes me as a kind of a way of saying, well, you know, it's just a, it's just the women and their little minds coming up with these things. It's not real hard male scientific. Tablet has a writer who's been doing these incredible pieces for us named Norman Deutsch, who's a, a really terrific science writer, a neuroresearcher and psychiatrist. And Norman wrote two very, very popular and famous books now about neuroscience. And one of my favorite anecdotes from two books that are just filled with them is about a nurse in a hospital between the two wars. This is a nurse in the infirmary in what we would now call a NICU, which is for babies that are born sick in some ways. And this nurse, who everybody thought was kooky, was known for taking babies that had jaundice and bringing them out into the garden. And everyone made fun of her in the hospital and thought it was just this weird thing that she did to take them out into the garden. 
Until, of course, one day, two of the vials of blood from babies who were jaundiced were left on a windowsill. And when the doctors, the male doctors, came around and saw it, they had realized that the blood had properly oxygenated. Right. And it was red now. And thankfully, these male doctors put two and two together and realized that this nurse actually had understood something about sunlight. As any mother who's ever had a baby born with jaundice knows, the cure, the official scientific cure now is that they put them under a lamp in the NICU. We basically (laughs) backed our way into what this woman understood just by observing these babies. Now, had we, instead of assuming that people like that are silly or driven by superstitious impulses, if we instead asked what they were observing and why, and then tried to figure out what the science could be behind their very good observations, I certainly think we might make our individual lives better, but I wonder if we would make our lives better as a society too. Amen to that. May we never stop listening to the wisdom accumulated everywhere. And may we learn from Abaya's mother and so many others like her. Alana Newhouse, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic, and we'll see you again soon.